1: It's going to be a triple play. It's time for the triple play. Yes, the triple play. The top three burning questions of the day. And there's three. Jones and Mego. Triples is best. Triples is best. Triples is best. I don't live in a hotel, and it is Friday, Jones and Mego. That means it's fill-in-the-blank Friday, so let's start filling in some blanks. Number one. All right, we've been talking about Bill Belichick all day today, so Bill Belichick's most memorable moment in New England was blank, Mego.
2: The Mona Lisa Vito rant. Oh. That's absolutely my favorite moment that he ever had at the podium in just an excellent, chaotic time in his Patriots tenure thus far. That's definitely my favorite. Okay,
0: but that wasn't the question. The question was his most memorable. Well, it's so it's most memorable
2: to me. I see. So, that,
0: so I would not say that I'm Mona Lisa Vito yeah. of the football world. I mean that was phenomenal. Do you remember leading up to that too? I remember I was at lunch and I I can't remember who we were with. It was Cat, me and another couple and I don't remember who they were. Lucas. Very memorable uh, meal. No, this is way pre-Lucas. And I'm like, "Hey, I, we we got to wrap this lunch up like Bill's about to go talk." And no one no one knew what he was going to talk about. It's yes, like she was
1: in the car expertise area.
0: I mean area. I mean great movie. I actually I actually watched that movie over break.
2: Mr. Who had not seen it so we watched it at the end of summer.
0: Never seen My Cousin Vinny. He
2: had never seen it. It was just a blind spot for him. And I was like, oh, you're going to really like it. Uh, and got, he was delighted. We
0: actually talked off air maybe yesterday about 80, I'm not, or I guess maybe that was early 90s. But like, you know, late 80s, early 90s. I'm not really the biggest fan of like that era. I know you said you are. I do. I love it. I do love that movie, though. So I that I, I happen to enjoy that reference. But you said Utes. <laughs> you, yeah, two Utes. Yeah, two Utes. You, no, you had no idea. No idea what... Bill was going to say in that press conference, and he came out with that great moment. My, mine is from shortly after that. I I do think if you want to talk about Bill the coach, like there's a few different moments that jump to mind. I know a lot of people have been doing like counting down his greatest moments, um, with it likely being his, I can't uh, wait his final to, game
2: for you to be like Spygate. No,
0: and so so <laughs> no, so I I thought about a couple of different things because like I thought about well I thought about him losing to the Giants when they were undefeated because that is like his that is maybe the most memorable game he's ever been a part of. That's the biggest game they've ever been in. The biggest game Bill was ever in, Brady was ever in, they lost. So I thought about that. That's not my answer. But that is a memorable moment. Maybe not from a Patriots perspective, but, like, the Giants beating him. He's involved in that. That's a memorable moment. Um, Getting knocked off from being undefeated. I thought about the intentional safety in Denver. Like, that's one Mm -hmm. from early on in his tenure where you're really like, whoa, what do the Patriots have here when it comes to X's and O's and a game-planning advantage? The one I still go back to, and as great as Brady was in the game, and as much as I say it's all about Brady and nothing about Bill, you do have to give Bill credit for this. Sizing up Dumbo Pete Carroll, chomping (laughs) away on his gum just weeks after or days after the Mona Lisa Vito press conference, maybe a week later, um, sizing him up and being like, this moron has no idea what he's doing. He's going to F it up. I'm not calling timeouts. I'm not saving him from himself. I'm going to sit here and size him up and watch him, and he is going to screw it up because he's Pete Carroll and he's a moron. I think I got probably one of the biggest plays in the fourth quarter in the history of the NFL. So fair. I I pretty good job. Should, wow. I give that, should I give that to Matt Patricia? Stolen valor. Fair point. Uh, Excuse I, me. That, to me, is Bill's <laughs> most memorable moment. He looks at Pete Carroll and he's like, something's wrong over there. They don't have it right. Pete's a dummy. He's going to screw it up. That, to me, is the best one.
1: For me, it was we're on to Cincinnati because that was the beginning of the second dynasty. That's a that good was, one. A, it was a that big, is a good big, big one moment everyone thought he was over it was finished he was done they hate their coach blah 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 blah. we're on to Cincinnati and three more Super Bowls all right let's get to our second question and fill in the blank all right the blank are the NFL team most likely to lose a playoff game in a shocking upset? Who is most likely to choke in the playoffs, Jones?
0: I mean, so dumb question, but just because you didn't say it, this is an NFL question.
1: NFL, yeah. Okay,
0: not, not like I pick my sport. The NFL team. Uh likely. okay, so I think the most shocking team is gonna be Baltimore. Like I, I everybody is looking at Baltimore like they're a Super Bowl favorite. They've never done anything in the playoffs before. Oh, no. So look, <laughs> look, I don't, I don't like playing this game with Lamar where it's like he's never done anything in the playoffs. I think he's one and three. So it's like, that's not great, but he hasn't had a ton of run there. I'm not telling you he's been a winner yet, but he's gotten there a bunch. He did win a playoff game in one of his three years that he got there. He hasn't won a Super Bowl yet. I don't like to tear down Lamar Jackson. I like Lamar a lot as a quarterback, but until they do it, do I fully trust him to go on a real run? No. And and I, I thought about Kansas City. I just don't think that would really, truly shock anybody. I thought about some of those NFC teams, maybe the Niners, but I, I'm not really sure they get tripped up. The Ravens, to me, are the answer.
2: Mine is the Cowboys Mm. because I'm thinking about truly shocking because. But would that shock you? They lose all the time. Yes, because it feels like this is at least close to their year. So and it's a shocking. Yeah, the thing. Yeah, that's It's a shocking upset, right? That's true. So there's things that where you go, wow, Patrick Mahomes losing, you know, in the second round or whatever, that would be kind of shocking, but also not so much because it's not like they've been a team that's without flaws for much of this year, and Patrick Mahomes isn't having the greatest year of his career. You look at if the Bills get in and then they get upset, are they even upset because they kind of squeak in as a wild card team? But with the Cowboys, they should have the strength of their schedule and their seat and everything working for them. And then they just cowboy it up, as you said. It would be shocking because Cowboys fans are shocked every year that they're not in the Super Bowl because they're holding on to the past.
0: It's true. I mean, uh, look, I, I understand that. If it's a Falcons or somebody like
1: that, totally true. And the Cowboys could Cowboys it up. Uh, Arkane, go ahead. All right, here's our third fill-in-the-blank. Number 3. We are hovering on the brink of the halfway point in the NBA, and with that in mind, the most underrated team currently in the NBA, either conference, Mego is blank.
2: Oklahoma City Absolutely. And it's not just because of the recency bias of them beating the Celtics. It's because when you look at their results so far this season, they're an extremely young team. Uh, SGA is in the conversation for MVP this year. They beat the Nuggets twice. They just recently beat the Timberwolves. We're talking about some of the best teams in the entire NBA. The Thunder are coming like they're on the way. (laughs) They're uh, arriving. How
0: about that? Yeah, that's a better word for it. They're a game behind who?
2: I didn't say they're a game behind. No, I said are, wolves were.
0: Who are they chasing in the West? The Timberwolves. The
2: Timberwolves. <laughs> the you what? guys, come on.
0: Timberwolves. Friday. This
2: is just the way that I talk. Do you want me to put on a fake radio voice? Timberwolves. Yes,
0: I, I do actually. So my answer is the Timberwolves. Uh, I think they're. <laughs> I think they're underrated because I think it's it's a similar thing that's going on with OKC. They've been so bad for so long that you look at them and you just don't fully trust them. Mm. But. That's a team that got hot late last year play in tournament. I mean, they they had did they lose to the Lakers and that was like it was an incredible late game, right? Yes, Against the yes Lakers. That was them. That wasn't New Orleans. Why am I confusing that? But I feel like they used that as a jumping off point. Anthony Edwards, I said this to you guys late in the year last year. I feel like he's made a Tatum leap where He is, or I said this to you earlier this year, rather. I feel like I saw this last year in the play-in tournament where he's made a Tatum-esque leap where he's not just a scorer anymore. He doesn't just need the ball. He moves the ball. He finds teammates. I think Minnesota's underrated because my guess, if you polled a lot of people, you look at them and they're number one in the West, how many people would pick them to come out of the West? Not many.
2: Not many. I bet oh.
0: people would look at Denver. They'd look at the Clippers. see what Jokic did last night? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Did I? He's missed like five shots in the last four games or something like he's that. Ridiculous. So it's ridiculous.
1: I think he's 39 and 44 in his last no, four I,
0: games. I believe that's the exact number. So I'm not saying you're wrong to pick Denver. I just, I don't think a lot of people would look at Minnesota and say they're the best team in the West. And pretty much wire to wire from the start of the year, they've been the best team in the West. Give me the Timberwolves.
2: <laughs> Arkan, are you, I, I heard that. Arkan, are you caught up on Fargo?
1: I am caught up on Fargo. Big
2: of. moment for Minnesota, I'd say.
1: Um, yeah, well, not maybe not great for Minnesota. Big moment <laughs> for Minnesota. I thought. So, I mean,
0: again, I'm stupid, but I thought this was a North Dakota. I think it show. was the Lakers and the Minnesota. Pelicans, by the way. It was Pelicans. I'm sorry. It was Oklahoma City. This, this season, this season, this
2: season is like fifty percent Minnesota, fifty percent North Dakota.
0: What? I, Why? Well, I just I. I don't watch that show, and I know people like it. You like it. You enjoy it. It's great. It. Yeah. It's great.
2: Okay, there was one line, Arcan, <sighs> the line that John Hamm delivered this week. I screamed out loud. It was so bad. Oh, when he met the with the writing. Lawyer? If you're so smart.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, so, I, think that, I think that's The second half else, of that made
2: yeah. me so mad. I was like, that's such bad writing. Why did they throw that in there?
0: I just feel like if you're, you already deferred away from the movie enough. They've already done that. Now you're just leaving, never mind the town. You're leaving the whole state and you're on to Minnesota. Just partially. But you said 50%. That's not partial. That's, okay. that's, like, that's half of it.
2: Yeah. Well,
0: that's a lot. Half is part. I know, but it's a big part. It's
2: one part of it.
0: Okay, but it's a bit. It's, it's an equal. You know
2: you don't even watch the an show, an so you part, don't really get to pass judgment. Well, I,
0: I'm just saying, it just it seems no, like you've lost. you don't.
2: You don't really get. I was asking Arcan, by the way.
0: Okay, but I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm now trying to analyze it. I'm saying maybe if you've left Fargo, maybe, maybe it's time to end the show. Like you're no longer in Fargo anymore. You're just you're on to Minnesota. Maybe, maybe you got it. Maybe you got a new
1: show. They have Duluth
2: two episodes left. What do you think, <laughs> Arcan? They gonna stick it?
1: I think so. I think so. This has been a good season wi- so far and I love the uh I love the uh, acting in the it. The Wire should have just left,
0: they should have just left Baltimore. They should have just le- they should have just left there and just said, "Hey, you know, we're doing half a season in New York." That's what they should have done.
2: It's not even a good uh, like argument because it's not like The Wire is called Baltimore. Uh,
0: that's a good point. It's not uh how about uh how about uh what was the show Yellowstone? that Well, no, oh, that's a good one. What was the show that they, they the that he did prior, the writer? Didn't he do a uh, homicide on the streets wasn't that Baltimore?
2: Life on the Streets. I never saw that. Was
0: Baltimore never in the title of that. I thought it was. I don't think so. Whatever, I digress. 617-779-7937. Let's get back into Tommy Curran, what he told us yesterday. A lot of fake news. A lot of people not believing uh, what Tommy Curran is reporting. He's running from his reporting. Let's get to that uh, because I think they have it wrong. We'll do it next. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day.